the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Oh my goodness, welcome. Very important moms of the universe. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we do encourage you because you have amazing value in this world as a mom. Okay, so here's my question. Would you like a stressful, disorganized holiday season? Or do you want something much better than that? I'm believing that you would like the better thing. So we've got YouTube sensation and influencer, the minimal mom, back on the show again today to share her special tips on how to prevent the typical chaos of Christmas and Thanksgiving and so on. So you can prepare for this beautiful time of year in a whole new way. So get ready for our more peaceful, less cluttered Thanksgiving and Christmas with our friend Dawn Matson, the minimal mom. She's got amazing tips today. So stick around for the rest of Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.org. The abortion rate continues to increase in Colorado, but there is still hope. For 40 years, the compassionate care team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice. Alternatives lets them know they're not alone. Through advocacy, resources, and mentoring, Alternatives Pregnancy Center moves people from a place of suffering to thriving. You can be part of the solution by giving just $10 to provide life-saving medical and counseling services. Give today at youhavealternatives.org slash donate. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back. A shout out to our friends from across the country, from Salem, Oregon, to where else are we? Nebraska, Little Rock, Oklahoma, Texas, you know, Montana. I hope I'm not missing anybody. <laughs> and then right here in Denver, and also, I oh, I, I popped the mic there, Jim. I'm sorry. And also, welcome to our friends via podcast. You know, our podcast has grown a lot, partially thanks to today's guest. She brings new people to the table for us. So please share the podcast if you think it's going to be a blessing to somebody. Uh, Spotify, Audible, Apple, Google Podcasts, etc. And now on YouTube. We are now on YouTube as a podcast. So I hope you'll share it. Uh, and I hope today's show in particular blesses you because the Minimal Mom just has tips and, you know, 
help for moms where they live, you know, what they need, what, what, what bothers them, what bogs them down. Also quickly, remember to check out our friends at you have alternatives.org. You have alternatives.org. They could use their, your help. They do amazing work. Uh, okay. So we call her our decluttering coach and my friend producer Jim put together a fabulous intro for her. Play it, Jim. In a world where stuff secretly invades your home. Oh my God. One lone woman stands alone to intervene and help rid your domain of clutter. Only she can teach you to hear the lies your stuff is telling you. I'll make you look younger. I'll make you smarter. I'll make you thinner. And I'll make you more organized. She is the Minimal Mom. Starring Don Madsen, rated G. Now playing on Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Nice. It makes you laugh every time, doesn't it? It does just a little bit. I love it. I do. I do too. All right. So she is the famous minimal mom, Don Matson. We do call her our decluttering coach because that's what she does. Um, She, you know, I was looking at your, your, I think your subscriptions are going up. You're at almost three quarters of a million now. So good. And I can't think of somebody who deserves it more. You're so down to earth and fabulous and you really do help a lot of moms. So, so you're going to help us today. To, to not have a stressful holiday season. I think every year moms are like, my schedule's overcrowded, my calendar's overcrowded, my house is overcrowded, my kids are nuts, I'm crazy, I'm not doing enough, I'm, and, and then they worry about gaining weight and all the yeah. things, and their house gaining weight, basically. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna give you a couple stats. Um, and, and then we're going to dive into what you know about what happens in the holidays. And we've also got a little soundbite for you too. But the research says that 55% of people say Christmas is the most stressful holiday and it should be one of the happiest days of the year. And a 2018 study found that 88% of Americans feel stressed when they celebrate the holidays. Oh my goodness, that's counterintuitive. We should be having fun and enjoying the birth of Christ. And you know what I mean? And being thankful. But we can't because we're too stressed out. And I think most of it has to do with our stuff and our busyness and our calendars. And right. And you're here to fix that today. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Well, yeah. And if you look at, I mean, if you take it even further, uh, we surveyed women and we said, what, what, what specific thing about Christmas is the most stressful? And it was gifts and then the budget. So it just all, ugh. we just end up feeling really yuck this time of year. Yeah, yeah, and stressed. You're right. So gifts meaning buying gifts or receiving them and not knowing yeah. what to do with them? Which? No, buying them. Yeah. Trying to get just the right thing for everyone on our list. And you've got help because I know you just went through your five days of Christmas um, and you were recording that. Is that what you were doing? Yeah, so it's a free workshop, five days to an organized Christmas. And so it's still available. If you want to watch the replays, just go to theminimalmom.com and it's right there on the homepage. Yeah, five days of Christmas. And you're going to be sharing some of the fabulous tips from that. But first, I thought we'd have a little fun. You and I both know Anita Renfro's little song. And I thought to myself, what encapsulates how every mom feels this time of year when it comes to managing your household, managing presents, managing meal prep, managing the household, managing money, all of it. How do moms feel this time of year? So I went to the old standby, uh, the William Tell Overture for Mamas, uh, Anita Renfro. Get up now, get up now, get up out of bed. Wash your face, brush your teeth, comb your sleepy head. Here's your clothes and your shoes. Hear the words I said. Get up now, get up and make your bed. Are you hot? Are you cold? Are you wearing that? Where's your books and your lunch and your homework at? Grab your coat and your gloves and your scarf and hat. Don't forget, you gotta feed the cat. Eat your breakfast, the experts tell us it's the most important meal of all. Take your vitamins so you will grow up one day to be big and tall. Okay. 
So I think that's how like every mom feels. And then add the holidays yeah. to that. Right. And all the things yeah. you've got to do and, and all the things you got your kids to do. So so you've got let's all take a collective sigh and, and deep, deep breath. breath yeah. Right. Um, okay. So she is Channel Mom's decluttering coach, the minimal mom, minimal mom, famous from YouTube. Her five days of Christmas getting us to a place where we can have a more peaceful, less cluttered, more organized Christmas. Go for it, girl. What's number one tip? So number one, I think it's important for us to reframe Christmas. You know, I think definitely when we were growing up, Christmas was all about the gifts. I mean, it was about Jesus, but then it was really about the gifts, yeah, <laughs> right? Right. And um, that Christmas, I don't know. I mean, for me, Christmas was one of the few times of year we actually got new things and gifts and um, it's not like that these days. When you look at the statistics, we are raising the loneliest generation of kids ever. Our kids are lonely and they are drowning in stuff. And so the holidays come around and then we're like, oh, wait, but here's more stuff. And what's confusing is that our kids don't actually know how to ask for what they need. So what they want is human connection. They want to do stuff together as a family. But right now, you know, as we head into the holidays, all they're going to see is marketing and toy ads. And so the only things they know to ask for this time of year are new toys, but that's not actually what they want. Yeah. And I think because I have adult kids now that are 21 and 25, and I think to myself, why would I get them more, well, you know, they're starving college kids and a starving law student, but why would I get them more stuff? Because they both have told me some of their favorite memories of their childhood is when we went on vacation together and when we, you know, went to sporting events together. And we, and so why wouldn't we just get them things for us to do together as a family instead of here are six new sweaters, Um, right? right? So so I love Mm -hmm. that, right? And, and grandma and grandpas should be listening to this as well. Maybe don't bog your, don't try to be the best grandma by getting more stuff yeah. than the other grandma. Maybe get them something that they can do with you. Is, is that kind of where you're yeah. leading this? Totally. So that's number two is to start now having these conversations and setting your expectations within your immediate family, but also also with extended family. It was really stressful. I mean, we had four kids, right? Yeah. Four and under. I mean, the aftermath of the holidays and, you know, especially we had some relatives where it felt like it was like a competition to see who could get the biggest, loudest, like toy that made all the noise and all did all the things. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I mean, a lot of grandparents will apologize to me now and be like, I had no idea. And so don't get us wrong. Like the kids give the reactions that the family members and grandparents are looking for. When the kids open these gifts on Christmas, they're thrilled and they're excited. And, and anybody watching is like, wow. Like I hit a home run, they're going to play with this toy forever and it's going to be so great and it's actually going to help, you know, their parents because look at they're going to be occupied and they don't see that a week later our kids couldn't care less about the item. It's not getting played with and it's just been discarded. And so any grandparents or other relatives listening, it's not wrong that you want to give the kids these toys and that you've gotten great reactions. It's just that we know now that these Things like aren't actually what's leading to happiness with our kids. Amen. And, and God tells us that 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 it's yeah. it's it's people. It's not the stuff. So so yeah. I so so. And what's the number two tip then? What how do you state it? So start talking to grandparents and other relatives oh, okay. and ask for either consumable gifts or experiences. And what can be tricky is sometimes experiences are expensive. So if you can't afford a zoo membership or to go to the science museum. I love when my mom just says, hey, do you guys want to go to McDonald's and go to the park? And so it doesn't have to be super expensive 
or even elaborate. You can invite your grandkids over to bake together, to learn how to knit, to go for a walk, to camp in the backyard. There's so many things that you can do that don't actually require a lot of money. But man, like you were saying, Jenny, these are the things that our kids are going to remember forever. Amen. Amen. I mean, if I told my kids one of your Christmas gifts is we're going to take you to In-N-Out Burger, we're fans of In-N-Out Burger, yeah. um, they would be like, you don't have it yet in Minnesota. I I, I wish no. for you that you could have it in Minnesota. They would be super happy. They'd be like, great, you're paying? Yeah. Fabulous. That's yeah. a wonderful Christmas gift. Ironically, Dawn, as we were talking, I got a notification on my laptop that, that is a you. It popped up and it said, the minimal mom on YouTube, too much inventory. So that's kind of what you're talking about is that Christmas creates too much inventory. So, so can you explain that before we go to tip number three, too much inventory? What does it do to us as people? Yeah. So, I mean, there's so much research now that shows that clutter and being in a cluttered space releases stress hormones. And so what that looks like then in our house is that we can't ever fully relax. We're always just a little bit on edge. There's this low-lying buzz of stress and anxiety because there's so much stuff around us. And we feel this, um, you know, women are more sensitive to it because I think most of the stuff is ours to manage in a household, but our kids are feeling it too. I mean, kids do not need toys to be happy or to play or to be content. In fact, it's actually the opposite. As, we, as we've highly decluttered our kids' toys, now they get engrossed in play for hours. They don't need me um, to help them solve their boredom. They play better together. And then you even see they have better social skills and they're smarter. And so so scaling back kids' toys is the solution. But then Christmas comes around and then we just get flooded with them yeah. again if we're not intentional. Yeah. And if you think about it, if you're giving your children things to be a supplemental brain, so you're giving them six new digital items or whatever it is, then they don't have to use their yeah. brain. So, so right. I, I love that yeah. you say that, like pull that stuff away, trust your own, you want yep. your child to be smart and get a good job. So, so you're doing mm-hmm. them a favor by not inundating them with all this stuff. Yeah. Amen, yeah. sister. Okay. So <laughs> thanks for explaining why inventory stresses us out. Number three tip. Pick one thing. So pick one thing that you is your thing for this Christmas and you want to do it well. And, um, you know, we start to take on, I mean, social media, I think, we start to take on everybody else's traditions, like we're going to have matching pajamas and we're going to have hot cocoa the night before Christmas and we're going to decorate the porch and we're going to bake cookies and we're going to make gingerbread houses and we're going to make a special breakfast. And, we're, and we just like start to have oh, all these things. It's so true. Um, it's so true. It just it gets overwhelming. <laughs> right. So let's just give ourselves permission to say we're just going to do one thing, you know, and so maybe it's making a special breakfast on Christmas morning or, or maybe it's. Um, you know, going out and looking at Christmas lights together or seeing a holiday play. But just pick one thing and give yourself permission to take the year off from all the other things. It doesn't, it, just because you do it this year, don't do it this year, doesn't mean you won't do it ever again. But for this year, give yourself permission just to let the other things go. Focus on one thing. And I think you are going to start to feel your stress level start to go down. Yeah. And I'm going to make you think on your feet here. How does a mom segue from Halloween, which I don't even like, but from Halloween into Thanksgiving into Christmas? Like, how do we make that transition? And like, I've got to do all these things for Thanksgiving. And now I got to do all these things for Christmas. How do we make that more, you know, smoother? Um, You know what I'm saying? More seamless. Yeah. You know, I think that's where it's helpful just to sit down and, and you know, look at your calendar. So we have uh, less than eight weeks, I think, now until Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so it can be really helpful to have a calendar of November and December and say, okay, these are the things that are coming up. These are the get togethers we already know about. 
Uh, this is when the kids' Christmas program is, and start plugging these things in, and then say, so when am I going to do the other things? When am I going to shop? When am I going to wrap? When are we, you know, going to do these things? And I think that helps to give us a picture of what actually is realistic this season and what needs to be postponed for another time. Oh, that's so good. Because I kind of, I, <laughs> I'm a procrastinator and I also don't like to be overscheduled. So I just ignore the calendar. Mm-hmm. And, but you're right. Yes. It's like, it's going to make me way less stressed if I say, Jenny, yes. you do have to go shopping. So you might want to put that on the calendar. And Jenny, you do have to wrap gifts. Yes. So you might want to, and, and I don't do that. So it's a great suggestion. And those are the things we forget about. Like it actually takes hours to wrap gifts, depending on how many you have, but we don't, we don't plug that in anywhere. Yeah. You, you talked, I, I was listening to one of your videos today. You talked about how things come to mind. Like, oh my gosh, I have to get something for Aunt Matilda, if anybody's named Matilda anymore. And I have to do things <laughs> like that. I, but we don't capture the thought. We don't capture. Oh, yeah. Uh, so can you explain that to moms really quick about how we know we've got 64 things to do, but as we think of them, we forget to capture them. Yeah. Yeah. So our brains are not good at managing details or remembering things. Our brains are great at survival and solving problems. Okay. And so especially this time of year, when all the thoughts are coming in of the things you need to do, you have to have a way to capture it. So whether you're writing it down in a notebook or a planner, I like to use a digital app now just because my phone is always with me. Um, so you can just use a note app on your phone. There's a app I like called to do that's that's really helpful. But find some way that as soon as these thoughts come in, you are writing it down. Um, and that's gonna that alone will take a lot of stress off this holiday season. Okay, awesome. So will you please review tip number one, tip number two, and tip number three, and then we'll move on to four and five. Oh, I thought you were going <laughs> to review that. Okay. What did I start with? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, okay, I remember number two was to talk about it now. Talk about like what, what everybody... Yeah, the so number you know, one to reframe it. Remember, our kids are lonely and drowning in stuff. So yeah. we want to look for experiences and spending time and promoting that this year um, and not the stuff. Number two is to start communicating now your expectations and the things you'd like to see with family members. Uh, number three, pick one thing, one tradition, one thing that you're going to do really well this year. And then number four, you've got to have a budget. So like I said, the gifts and the budget are the most stressful thing to most women right yeah, now. Yeah. And so in our five days to an organized Christmas, we had uh, Christine from Frugal Fit Mom on and she is a budgeting queen. And she said, did you know you could do Christmas for $100? Oh. And it was um it was it was shocking, right, when she said that, because I'm like, well, what world, like, in 1800, you could do it for $100? Like, what, how, you know, could we possibly? And most of us have gotten to this habit where we're kind of like, well, it's just going to cost what it's going to cost, and I'll deal with it in January. And that is so stressful. That mindset is so stressful. And what you'll realize, if you will set a realistic budget, if you actually look at what you have to spend this year, that if you will set a budget, you kind of, like, put a container around your spending that you will become so creative with how you spend that, what things you let go, what things you prioritize with that money. And you, even though you might go over the $100, you're still not going to go spend nearly as much as you would have in the past. Well, I don't want to steal from her. So, so let's do two things. Tell people how to find her and, and how to only spend, oh my gosh, only $100 at Christmas. <laughs> like, I want to go find yeah, this so out. We, so how do we find this out? Yeah, so we talked about that in our five days to an organized Christmas okay. workshop. So again, you can sign up for free for that. But then her YouTube channel is Frugal Fit Mom. And she's all kinds of budgeting tips and hacks. She's brilliant. Frugal Fit Mom? 
Yep. Yeah, I should know that, Don. But I just, you know, you're my fave, so <laughs> I know about you. Um, okay, but if people want to check it out from you, just go to The Minimal Mom on YouTube, and they can find The Five Days of Christmas, mm-hmm. and Christine's yeah. tips are in there, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we've got our first four tips. What is tip number five for having a more peaceful, less stressful, less chaotic, more organized Christmas? So number five is to just be flexible. So even if everything doesn't go as planned this year, let's just try to make improvements. And then we have next year, next Christmas, we'll be here before we know it. And then we'll keep improving each year. And so, you know, we became minimalist about eight years ago. And that first Christmas afterwards, I was so stressed out because I was like, I had just spent like eight months decluttering our house and now all this stuff came in again. I was feeling so stressed. and frustrated with my family members. I'm like, you ruined my house. Like, what are you doing? You know, we're trying to live more simply now. And I just realized that um, they didn't understand what we were doing. I had to have multiple conversations and it took about three years for them all to fully grasp, like what type, like what type of gifts are helpful, you know, the consumable, the experiences and to kind of shift how they were gift giving. And so it takes a little time um, to change all these habits with everyone involved. But man, I'm so glad that each year I just worked at it a little bit more because now here we are eight years later. It is like such a non-issue. I don't stress about Christmas. We get to enjoy the season. I'm really looking forward to this season with my kids and the ages they are. And so just look to make each Christmas season a little bit better. Yeah, just and and not beat yourself up to be flexible and say, okay, so Mm -hmm. we do have three things we have to do this week. We'll just do them. I I, I love that. So we have about five minutes, four or five minutes left, Jim, right? Um, Four and a half. So what occurs to me is you could give maybe a bonus tip. But also, Don, I want Mm -hmm. you to describe because you've become my friend now over the years as we've had you here and you, you did our Celebrate event at Bandamere. So I, I treasure you. I love you. And I think you're amazing. I want you to share because I trust what's happened for you because I know you. But I want you to share with the mom listening today things. I just don't know how to begin tackling this and I don't have mm-hmm. the motivation. So, so maybe the first step in tackling and then secondly, share with her how it has changed your mental health, your spiritual health, your ch- yeah. children's well-being. So d- describe the, the benefit and then what the first step is to, to launch, to, to start. Yeah, yeah. So I'll never forget, Jenny, when we were growing up, we were in high school. So we grew up on a farm in Minnesota, like very modest upbringing. We did not have a lot of extra. And I'll never forget, we were in high school and it was Thanksgiving time. And my mom had picked us up after school and she had some groceries in the back of the car. And she's like, oh, we just have to go um, drop something off. Darn it, this is going to make me cry. I didn't think it was. She was like, we had to go drop some stuff off. And, um, And so what she had done, she had signed up through the Community Action Center. Um, You could get paired with a family that didn't have enough food for Thanksgiving to make their Thanksgiving meal, right? So she had gone to the grocery store, gotten groceries for their meal, and shoot, (laughs) I'm trying to get it. It's okay. You're going to make me cry. When we pulled up to the the house, I recognized the house, and I'm like, I, this, the, one of the kids that live there is in my grade. And so I had always thought we didn't have enough, but we, we always had enough food. We had, we had enough for meals for Thanksgiving and the holidays. And as I, as we pulled up and I literally, Jenny, I ducked down in the car because I did not want him to like, know we were like, I didn't want him to know we knew or to have any embarrassment around it. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, my mom is so generous. 
And we didn't have a lot of extra, but here she was giving, um, and she would work extra jobs during the holidays so that she could buy gifts for us. And so, again, I know how we start to feel slimed during the holidays because it really does become about stuff and gifts and the get-togethers and sometimes, um, you know, relationships and, the you know, family gatherings are stressful during the holidays. But what I feel like decluttering and simplifying our house and our holidays, I feel like we can focus on other people so yeah, much man. more now. And so that is what has really brought the joy back into Christmas. But I do think you you have to get to a point where you're scaling back the stuff and the gifts and understanding like what our family really needs. And then I do think it gets easier because we all want to do more for others and care more about others. And so as we've reduced the inventory in our house and I don't have to manage as many gifts and everything, I have so much more bandwidth now to be able to focus on others and to take my kids to places where we can do stuff for others during the holidays. And that is what has made it so much more um, enjoyable and peaceful and something we really look forward to as a family. I agree. 30 seconds for the first step, but let me say this. I think that the decluttering and, and reorganizing process that you're giving us, I really believe this. I think it makes us closer to God and I think it makes us more of a blessing to people. Because stuff gets in the way of all that. So bless you for that. So very quick, 20 seconds, a first step a mom can take to start all of this. So, you know, this time of year when we're getting busy, it might not be the best time to undertake decluttering your whole house, but work on keeping it tidy and that's going to make it the holidays less stressful. So set the timer for five minutes, just go around, pick stuff up, put it back where it goes. And just keeping your space tidier during the holidays is going to make your house feel less stressful. Amen. Amen. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. God bless you and your family. You know I treasure you. Thank you so much for helping us today, our minimal mom friend on Channel Mom. Thanks, Jenny. Yeah, take care, Don. All right. So she brought tears to my eyes today, and I hope uh, in a good way she did for you in that she's helping all of us mamas to be able to do this season in the way that it was meant to be done for the sake of our children and our families. I know it's tough. I know we remember anniversaries of people passing away and we've got relational problems and we've got money problems and all that. But I hope Dawn has blessed you with a new way to approach the holidays. Moms, thank you for all you do. If nobody else has thanked you, I'm thanking you today. I know you sacrifice. I know you give. I know you love. I know you teach. I know you train. God bless you for all you do to raise your babies well and your grandbabies. Thanks for tuning in today. Here's to a wonderful holiday season. God bless you and your families. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.